The Black Ops 4 reveal finally happened, and I have a lot to say about it. I'm Ben, and this is CODcast, the Call of Duty podcast. If you haven't seen the Black Ops 4 reveals that happened, the zombies, the multiplayer, and the blackout or battle royale mode reveals, then you're living under a rock. That's not necessarily true, but I'm just saying it's been everywhere. Call of Duty is one of the biggest franchises in the world, so uh, it has been everywhere. And it's looking good. I'm pretty psyched about it. I have a lot to say, but know before I get into all of it that I am pretty excited about Black Ops 4, and it seems like a lot of the community is as well. Um, I am also going to talk a little bit about Stage 2, because Stage 2, uh, Division A, Stage 2 of the, the Pro League is taking place right now. The first week, first of eight, four weeks of Division A, four weeks for Division B. First week of that has taken place. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that, but there's some reasons that I'm not going to go too in-depth to it. But we're going to talk about the Black Ops 4 reveal. I'm going to drink some water and then dive in. All right, water has been drunk. So, it is, uh, they they have a partnership with PlayStation, with Sony again, so that's good. It's PS4, again, is the partnership. Really what that does is uh, it allows kind of like the content to be downloaded on PS4 or from the, the PSN earlier than other than Xbox or the PC um, the the pros then will play with uh, PS4s again look they just switched to PS4 from Xbox uh, so well with Black Ops 3 I think it was maybe was that when they did it uh, and I'm glad they're sticking with it there were rumors of them switching and I don't know what that would be weird I'm glad they stuck with it I own a PS4 that's what I play on and that's what most of the community plays on so I'm glad they're sticking with Sony, but that's that's minor relative to the rest of this. So I'm going to split this up into two sections here. I'm going to talk about multiplayer, which we all care about, and I'm going to talk about Blackout, which we also all care about. I'm not going to touch on zombies. There's some zombie stuff. There's a reveal trailer for the zombies, uh, gameplay stuff, but if you want to watch that, go watch that. I'm not going to dive too far in. I think most of the listeners, I dedicate this podcast mostly to like COD news, big, big COD news but mostly like pro stuff, and so the zombies doesn't really affect it that much, and yeah, neither does Blackout, but with the like increase of like Battle Royale popularity recently, I'm going to touch on Blackout, and there's not a lot to say at this point, but we have some stuff we can we can dissect. So let's start with multiplayer, because that's what we all care about. So 150 health. In every Call of Duty game ever, it has been 100 health, and they're upping it to 150 health per player. Now, I love this. I'm a big fan of this. You want to know why? Because I have a good shot. Because I've played Call of Duty for a while. You know who doesn't have a good shot? People that haven't played Call of Duty for a while. I'm sorry if you just started playing Call of Duty, but I don't want games to cater too heavily to people that just get on and can kill you in less than a millisecond because they're using a scar in Modern Warfare 2 and the kill time was faster than I could blink. So, I like 150 health. It forces you to have a good shot. It rewards players that have a good shot and can stick with a strafing or moving enemy, a sliding enemy, a non-jetpacking but jumping enemy. If people annoyingly scuff jump, I hate, I just hate scuff jumping. I hate that that's part of the game. I understand that it's important, but I, I it just gets to me. But 150 health. Think back to Black Ops 1. One of the successes of Black Ops 1 
was that the kill time was increased heavily. Even on the best guns, the Galil, remember that gun? The, uh, I think the FAMAS was big in that game. The Black Ops 1 weapons, even with the best ones, the kill time was still high. Uh, so I love more health. I love the, the kill time being higher that forces you to have a good shot. I think it rewards good players. So I'm a huge fan of that. That being said, there's been another huge update to the health system, and now there is a self-regen. So you do not automatically gain health back. Everybody bash this at first. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna really enjoy trying this out and playing it. So basically the idea behind the self-regen is you can do it. I think you have unlimited regens per life, but there's a cooldown time. So you have an eight-second cooldown. So if you use the regen, you have eight seconds before you can use it again. Uh, there's a four-second cooldown if you choose the stim pack in your gear loadout, which is a new section of the uh, the the pick ten created class. Which uh, it is back to pick ten, and I'll, I'll comment on that later. So, uh, so let's say most people don't use the stim pack probably. So let's do an eight-second cooldown. <coughs> um, with the eight-second cooldown, you can heal. Eight seconds later, you could heal again. But you have to like you like it's like reloading your weapon like you it's gonna become habit you have to press it to reload I mean to to heal um, it is much more tactical and that's what the game went for they want they wanted a more strategical way to have healing happen instead of just like rushing heavily you gain health back you're still going you keep rushing you keep pushing now it's about movement I mean think about these battle royale games think about Fortnite if you haven't played Fortnite uh, uh play it that's all I have to say about that but. For all of you that have played Fortnite, which is most of everybody in the world, um, you have to decide when to strategically heal. And like, look at a lot of the like, uh, like what when you watch Ninja play. If you haven't watched Ninja play again, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's <laughs> who hasn't at this point. Um, he carries minis often instead of big shields because he can so quickly pop them and get an extra 50 health in a gunfight. And so that's that's going to be another level to call Call of Duty now that you have to strategically figure out when you're going to heal, whether you want to take the time to uh, uh, position yourself to be able to heal instead of just like pushing and rushing again. Uh, uh, because now there's also the 150 health, so it's not like you're going to be dying constantly like you were in the other games. You'll You'll often win a gunfight and have low health and you'll you'll need to heal. So I I'm a I'm a big proponent of this. I'm I think it could be a really great shift for Call of Duty. Uh look, honestly the games are getting stale right now because there's been so many. And so big changes like this I feel like are necessary to keep the game exciting. So speaking of big changes, instead of 6v6, it will now be 5v5 online. And maybe ground war will be 10 people. I don't know, 10v10. Um 5v5. So People bash this too. They're like, oh, like, you know, I don't know what people were saying they bash it. Whatever they can think of because people always want to bash these games. Um, like, oh, it's going to be so much slower or whatever. No, like if the maps are designed for 5v5, it's not going to be slower. It's just going to be 5v5. If you've ever watched a pro map, which a lot of you have, like a, a pro match, it's 4v4 in a map designed for 6v6. And it is constant action because people are playing OBJ. They know where to position themselves. It is constant back and forth. And that's 4v4 on a 6v6 map. Okay? So with 5v5 on a 5v5 design map, it'll be just as action-packed as a 6v6 on a 6v6 map. Okay? It's the same thing. It's like 
you know, you could you could play 2v2 in shipment and have constant action. So based on the map design. So these maps are designed specifically for 5v5 play. Will that impact pro play? That's a good question that I can't answer. Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't think it, it necessarily will. Um, I actually don't know about too much about the specialists, which I was going to say next. I'll, I'll add that in here. So specialists are returning like they were in Black Ops 3. You know, there were the purifier and heat wave and all those. I, I don't know. I don't think we have specific what specialists, what the specialists are yet, but they are returning. I'm excited. I thought specialists were so much fun. And, and yeah, they were like kind of insta-kills, but that was the fun of them. Um, I never thought they were too crazy. I thought it was just a lot of enjoyment and added another layer to the game that was worth it. And remember, Black Ops 3 was a fun game, and that was with Jetpack. So this is looking a lot like Black Ops 3, but with but with different uh with no advanced, super advanced movement. Um So I don't know. Apparently, like you can only it can only be like one specialist per team. Uh, or like everybody has to pick a different specialist. So in that case, I could see maybe moving to 5v5 in pro play instead of 4v4, but I actually don't, I don't know if they will. That's a big change for pros. It'd be a huge, huge shift. So, and who's picking up karma? Am I right? Um, anyway, so we don't know too much about kill streaks here with this multiplayer reveal. There was a dog scene in one of the shots, so we could guess that there are some dogs. Uh, dog streaks, which would be sick. Uh, dogs are always a fun streak to use if they are worth it. Um, they're kind of like paratroopers in World War II, except paratroopers aren't worth it. Um, but there are also like plenty of explosions in the reveal, and that might sound stupid, but there's got to be some streaks. There's also some perks later that talk about like streak targeting and shooting down stuff. So, dude, Black Ops 3 had some sick streaks, okay? Some really worth it streaks, and that was the last game that had actual deadly streaks and that's what we want we want like lethal stuff like if you get 12 kills you deserve a chopper gunner type streak to kill more people with you deserve it and if you let somebody get 12 kills in a row on you sorry your fault um so next thing is the scoreboards have slightly changed uh their display statistics this isn't a big deal but they're displaying more like objective based statistics instead of like your kills and deaths like in tdm it'd be like your kd and some other objective stuff like i think it's just an attempt to make people play obj more which that is the constant struggle of call of duty is people don't play obj they just <laughs> you know try to get kills um which i you know i'm guilty of that sometimes too but yeah so it's just a constant struggle in cod trying to make people play objective and uh and i don't think this is going to fix it uh, but I, I, I like seeing my kills, so I'm like, come on, man, I want to see my kills. Um, but we'll see. Uh, I, I do have to talk about the movement, so if you haven't seen the reveal trailer, basically, uh, there is, uh, there's no jetpacks, there's no advanced movement, but it is more fluid boots on the ground. This is perfect. This is exactly what I would have wanted and exactly what so much of the community would have wanted. It's quick movement. It's boots on the ground, but you can slide. There is a grappling hook. So there's there are quick shifts you can make, but it's not jetpack. This is going to huge, hugely, if that works, even out the playing field here. So if you have a scuff controller, you're not at a major at major advantage. There's no jumping around like you're on some alien planet with these jetpacks. But you can slide, which is great. If you don't have a scuff, you can just program it to be the right click, right stick click. All right. So you can slide. Um, and you can the grappling hook if you want it. This is this is exactly what I would have wanted for movement. Thank you. Please keep it like that. Please
please don't add jetpacks in. Even a possibility of a perk where you get a jetpack, please do not. This is perfect. Keep this. Um, there's a new game mode. That's the new. That's the next thing. Control. It's called. Players battle for control of two zones with limited respawns. So it sounds like a two-zoned domination with limited respawns. So it's like a hardcore. It's like a mix of search and destroy and domination. Cool. I don't know what to say about that. I haven't played it. Um, but when I do play it, I'll let you all know what I think. It could be cool. I mean, I don't think it'll be huge. Um, but I, you never know. War was a new game mode, and war was really big for a while. But I don't know. I don't. I don't think it'll take over games like Hardpoint and stuff like that. But, but we'll see. Cool. Thanks for adding a new game. I'm a new game mode. I'm into that. Uh, this isn't a big deal, but swimming is back. We saw from the trailer, which is cool. It was cool in Black Ops Three, and you know why it was cool? Because they didn't try to go overboard with it. There was no like ocean map where you just had to swim a bunch. It was just like little lakes, and it adds a really cool layer to the game. It adds a really cool layer to multiplayer and a really cool layer to pro play. Remember that like bridge with the waterfall and what was that map called? The um with the camp. It was like the it was like the log cabin. What was it called? In Black Ops Three, there was like the lake and there was the bridge and there, that was where one of the S and D bombs was. And so that that caused a lot of really cool plays in in the pro scene because people would swim around and you know do use the lake really strategically. So. Uh, cool. I'm I'm real. I I'm a big fan of how the Black Ops game do swimming because they don't try to go overboard with it. They just put some bodies of water here and there, and you can use them if you want to. And the shooting underwater is awesome. I love it. Sounds so cool. I don't know how if that would actually work in real life. Does anybody know if you can actually shoot underwater? I don't think you can. I feel like you can't with guns. So uh oh, there goes the realism of the game. Um, kidding, <laughs> kidding. As if any Call of Duty is actually realistic. You die and then you spawn up again. Um, so the final kill cam again is not back. It is now play of the game. Okay. And that's just like the uh, Bronze Star or whatever uh, in World War II. Except revamped. If you haven't watched any of the gameplays, I think maybe Mark of Jays has this or Sprats. One of Sprats gameplays. I don't know. They, they've uploaded gameplays because they played the game at the reveal event. And one of them, at least one of them, has the play of the game in it. And it's sick. If you haven't seen it, you should go watch it. It's like, it like, it like does this intro in with this cutscene where the player's like running. And then it like shoots into their, their, their point of view that you'd see them actually killing. And it's the, it's like you see the kill. It's awesome. So, yeah, it's probably going to get old really quickly. But it's really cool for the time being. Um, and, and I'm, I'm going to be excited to see how that plays out over the whole game, but, uh, it looks awesome. Uh, so pick 10 is back. Pick 10 is, uh, the creative class system that was brought in. Wow. I don't know when, but it's, I, I think it's the most, it's been the most success. Black Ops one, Black Ops, Black Ops one, Modern Warfare three, dude, I don't know when it was brought in, but, um, I think it's been the most successful creative class system that we've seen. Basically what happens is you get 10 slots. If you don't know what pick 10 is, you get 10 slots and you fill them with uh, whatever you want to fill them with. So um, like you get a, you know, a rifle rifle with a, an attachment and that's two slots, I think. And then, you, you know, you add a perk and that's three slots. And so there's different tiers of perks and stuff. So um, I think pick 10 has been the most successful creative class system. It does a very good job of limiting us and equalizing the creative class setups 
it's uh, we're going back to that from this division setup from World War II. I really think they like saw World War II and was like, that was cool, but we're gonna go back to what we know. We think the pick ten works really well. We don't ne- we don't necessarily just want to change anything just to change something, but we want to change the right things. And I think they are killing this. I'm very excited about what they're doing in Black Ops Four. So that's that's the main like new stuff. Uh, we also have some important information revealed about the perks. So we have a couple different perks revealed here. And I'm going to run through them really quickly for you. Uh, but one of the gameplays released showed all the perks that are available in the game right now. There's some new ones. There's some old ones. So I'll, I'll run through them really quickly and not touch too deeply on any of them because I'll explain what they are, but I don't need to say too much about them. Um, engineer, show enemy equipment and score streaks. Lock on the vehicles faster. We've seen that before. You see the little red claymore around the corner. So flak jacket, that's a classic one. Take less damage from explosives, fire, and radiation. There you go, radiation. That's that's a clue into something. Resistance, uh, resistant to nine bang, which I think is like a like a flash grenade. I don't know. Concussion, razor wire. Hello, and counter UAV. Uh, don't know what razor wire is, but uh, we will find out. I think it's one of those traps or something that they have set up, or or one of those um the like the laser things that shoot out, and if you cross through it, it, it explodes. I don't know, something like that. Uh, Resistant to that, whatever it is. Cold-blooded, we've seen this before. Resistant to score streak targeting system. So there you go. There's going to be some score streaks that are like a, like a chopper gunner type stuff. Or, you know, there's a dart talked about later in these parks. So uh, that's important to know for the, the kill streak lethality. Um, uh, tier 2, uh, remember there's like different classes of perks. Tier 2, uh, scavenger, we've seen this. Re- replenish ammo from fallen players. We have dexterity, we've also seen this. Mantle climb, slide, and swap weapons faster. Increased weapon accuracy when jumping and mantling. Cool. Uh, Gung-ho. Fire weapon and use equipment while sprinting. Recover from sprint faster. And move at full speed while reloading. Recover from sprint faster. That's confusing. I think I think they're talking about, like, bring your weapon up faster uh, when you come out of sprint. I think. Um, I don't know. We've seen Gung-ho before. I can't remember what it was before, but... It might also just be like you gain your sprint back faster, which, okay, so there's no unlimited sprint like we have right now, but like, I don't know which that is, but I, but because all the other parts of that perk are about weapon usage, I think maybe it's like you, you bring your gun back up faster when you stop sprinting, which is a very useful perk, and I will probably be using that a lot. Uh, lightweight, uh, move faster and take no damage when falling. Who takes fall damage anymore? No one. Um, but you move faster, cool. Tier 3, a reveal. Increased fog of war reveal radius for self and teammates. What does that mean? No idea. Well, I don't know what fog of war is. F-O-G of war. Uh, fog of war, I don't know. Is that the UAV system? What, what is that? Fog of war reveal radius for self and teammates. You know what that is? I, you know what that, there, there's this, there's like an, imp, uh, there's that, what's it called? You like impulse out, um, Vision pulse. Uh, in the, that's in this game as well. And it does this like black and white thing. And then you see the enemies just like white. Uh, really like kind of like an infrared sight. Maybe that's the fog of war. So increased uh, radius for that. If you get that. I guess that's a big perk or something. Or a big uh, score streak. Uh, for self and teammates. Useful. Very useful. Dead silence. If you don't know what dead silence is. You've never played COD. You move quietly. And resist detection from acoustic sensor. Ooh, there's an acoustic sensor in this game. Um, so maybe you can you can hear things better 
like in a remember in Modern Warfare 3 they had those portable UAVs that were super useful um, maybe there's like it's like that for for sound you can hear better which is really really interesting it's a, a very cool idea I hope it's not overpowered but it's a very cool idea and very useful if you play with headphones if you don't play with headphones or like earphones you should it makes a huge difference you'll you'll immediately jump a couple level levels in skill um team link see friendly teammates through walls cool okay uh ghost if you again if you don't know what ghost is you never play call of duty undetectable by enemy uav while moving planting or diffusing bombs or controlling score streaks reduced reveal time on enemy sensor darts so darts are back and vision pulse like i was just talking about so that sounds like uh the classic ghost there um which people always complain about but it's got to be in the game so sweet those are the the perks we know about right now sorry i'm flying through this it's just so much information that i'm trying to get through it all um in one podcast here so that's what we have for multiplayer a lot of awesome stuff like i said so many times and i will say again i am extremely excited for this i think they're doing a great job with what they have right now and we will see how the game plays out uh now let's move on to blackout so blackout is the battle reveal the what the battle royale mode that they revealed and uh i'm excited about it i think it's really cool and i'll explain why uh so it's the biggest map ever made in call of duty obviously it should be it's battle royale um this is we're not dropping in on shipment here uh so it's the biggest map ever but they're using like famous parts from other maps that we loved during this section of the of the reveal trailer they show a very high rise like like infrared type shop shot with people scaling down a building uh very call of duty activision-esque but i hope they have part of high rise in there that would be very cool uh, but they say they have 10 years of features to to draw from, including maps, guns, favorite characters. I'm not sure we care too much about having our favorite characters in the games, but hey, maybe we will. Maybe will there be cool skins and stuff we can get for them. Um, for price. Remember price? Price. I guarantee price is in there. Price has got to be in there. Um, so, yeah. I mean, hopefully they also have, like, that sniping section from the best Call of Duty mission ever, the sniping mission in, in Modern Warfare 1. Hopefully they have that section in there because I would feel so cool hitting a snipe from there again. Anyway, uh, so yeah, 10 years of features to draw on. They know a lot about gun interactions. There are going to be land, sea, and air vehicles. So there'll be planes, trains, and automobiles. There'll be planes, there'll be uh, boats, I guess. Uh, maybe it looks like some four-wheelers and trucks and stuff. So that'll be cool too. It's kind of reminding me of like Battlefield with how big the maps are, but first person. And I think it's going to be first person, but I, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, no, I don't know what they're going to do with like the battle royale, first person, third person, who knows. But this is what I say. This is why I'm excited for Blackout, for a battle royale made by a Call of Duty developer. Because the gun interactions in COD are fabulous, okay? They've refined them so well. The 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 How they've developed gun interactions is is smoother than any other game. I promise you, COD is the best at it, okay? So put that in a Battle Royale game. That's one of the weakest parts of Fortnite right now. Is like, I'm shooting this guy spot on. And why is it not hitting? Like, you have this 100% accuracy thing, and then there's like this wild bloom you get when you shoot your first bullet. So Call of Duty has really nailed gun interactions. So put that well-developed into a Battle Royale game, and I think Black Hat has a, has a huge chance of being really 
really successful. So I think it'll be a different Battle Royale game because they want to do something differently, the Black Ops way, as they've said. And I think this has a lot of potential. I'm psyched about Blackout, and I'm psyched about multiplayer. Uh, I haven't dove, dove too far into the zombie stuff. I'm never like a big zombie player. I do like to play like with my brother. We'll, we'll like split screen and, and play zombies together, and it's really fun. But um, I'm going to look more into that, and, and maybe I'll throw that into like the next uh, podcast or something. Um, just to, to uh, give you info on that in case any of you guys really like zombies and listen to this podcast for info. Because uh, zombies is fun. I just figured the multiplayer and blackout were the big parts, and I, I have so much to report on. So, um, yeah, so the last part I want to talk about is stage two. Again, like I said, uh, if you remember from stage one, uh, we have Division A and Division B. This is the first year they're doing it like exactly this format. So we have Division A and Division B. We have four weeks um, total of Division A, four weeks total of Division B, but they switch. So we have two weeks A, two weeks B, two weeks A, two weeks B, and that's eight total. Um, the Division A teams are uh, Red Reserve, TK, Echo Fox, Envy, EG, Splice, Phase, and Epsilon. Okay, so they played their first week. I'm not going to dive into this too deep. I'm going to explain what happened, but uh, the reason I'm not going to I'm I'm not going to put too much weight on this is it's only the first uh it's only the first of four weeks of the division. Okay, so things will change. Uh, team changes just happened, so roster mania just happened, and the roster lock came down. All right, I think Phase and Epsilon are the only teams without change. Right, and 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 look at this. I mean, the order that I said the teams in is the placement right now. So Phase and Epsilon are the bottom two teams. This is the Phase that just won Stage One playoffs, right? So <clears throat> it's weird right now. It's like a weird mix-up, uh, and I think that we we shouldn't uh, ch- like chalk it up too heavily or put too much weight on this first week. Things are going to change, and like you know, I think just things are odd right now. So Red Reserves in first at three and zero. They beat TK Splice and Epsilon. I mean, Splice just made a team change, and they've struggled. Epsilon has struggled, obviously, all year. And uh, and TK is, like, you know, still finding their own. So, yeah, they're in first. They, they 3-0'd three teams that, you know, aren't aren't the most fabulous. But uh, TK is in second, though. So they lost to Red Reserve, obviously. That's the only team they lost to. Echo Fox is in third. Uh, I've I've touted Echo Fox. I've, I've uh, you know, screamed praises for Echo Fox all year. Um, and they, uh, they lost to TK. They, they do have a new, they, I think they put on temp or something on their team. So they, they lost to TK only. So they're in third. So, I mean, this is the big one I want to talk about though. Phase is 0-3, right? They lost to TK, Envy, and EG. So these are three teams that are really solid. EG is so solid after this roster mania switch. Envy is Envy. And they're, they're always kind of be in the mix there. They have a lot of potential always. And TK's, you know, finding their own. They're in second right now. So they played some tough teams, and they'll turn it, they'll, but they'll turn it around. Okay, I, I promise you FaZe will turn it around. There's, there is a beginner's luck for, for other teams. There's like a honeymoon phase for roster switches. It happens. Teams are fantastic at first, and then they kind of like fall off once you lose that fresh chemistry, and then they like work their way back up to being maybe a solid team, or they make another roster switch if they don't work back up to a solid team. So... Don't worry about FaZe. They'll bring it back around, I think. They're a solid team. They didn't make a roster change. And I think that in these next, in the next week and in the next uh, the other two weeks that they play, I think they'll make some big changes and, uh, and, and bring it back around and make a solid showing in Division A um, for, for, the, for, the, uh, for the Pro League here. So don't worry too much about FaZe. 
they are 0 and 3, but they're they're going to turn it around. If they don't, we'll see maybe a roster change happen. Zuma to Optic, who knows? Uh so yeah, that does it for the podcast today. I hope you were excited about hearing Black Ops 4 news. Watch the reveal trailers, watch them again, watch all the gameplays people are dropping like Mark of J and Sprat and Pamage and all these guys that played uh Syndicate. So, uh, watch those. It's uh it's it's been an exciting couple days with this uh, Black Ops 4 reveal. Um, I've been really enjoying World War II still again. By the way, if you haven't used the MP40, I'm really, really liking it. I've talked about it a couple times on this podcast, but I'm really liking the MP40. I've been using it a bunch. It's got some long distance value too, okay? For a sub, it's got some solid kill time long distance. So, um, but thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate anybody tuning in. Uh, please rate the podcast on iTunes, uh, comment about it. You know, here's an example comment. I always give example comments. They're always so fabulous. Here's an example comment. Uh, hey, man. Psyched about the Blackout Battle Royale mode. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they'll have a, a shot from shipment in it. You know, that's one possible comment. That one was horrible. Do not write that one. But you could say anything you want. Uh, review it. Tweet at me, DM me, whatever, if you have any questions or if you want me to talk about something specific on uh, on on the podcast. Or if you're a big Zombies fan, please tweet at me and I will definitely put it in to the next podcast. So thank you so much again for listening. I really do appreciate it. And as always, I am Ben and this has been Codcast, the Call of Duty podcast.